Point hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered, episode 98. What's happening, man? We're fucking chilling. Another polar vortex has swept in. Yeah, another one. Today it didn't get above zero at all. Is so. it the same one? Well, this keeps fucking shifting around, apparently. Mm. I'm going to start fucking murdering weather forecasters. I'll tell you that shit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking sick of this. Yeah. I need a scapegoat for this. I think it's been made worse by both of us going on a trip <laughs> yeah, it to has. the south. I was pretty used to it before I left, but 65 and sunny all weekend during the day, coming back to fucking... Today was when I got up, like, neg 7, neg 8. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Can't fucking handle this. I'm getting too old. Thinking about moving down to North Carolina now. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking glorious down there. Well, I saw a lot of baldies down in Florida. <laughs> I just want to keep on going down. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> down in Fort Myers, 78, mm. sunny, with a nice wind coming in off the beach. Nice. In a couple decent. days, I'll be in Hawaii. Yeah. Chilling in Maui. The vaca- Take a- vacation one-upsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that boat over to Lanai. See what this shit's all about. This is a new uh, new island to be explored here. Yep. I've never been to Maui or Lanai, so these are the last two of the major islands. And then I'm going to have to fucking fight Ginger because she wants to fucking move there really bad. She's taking out which island to take over. <laughs> Proclaim yourself as warlord. <laughs> I'm on it, dude. <laughs> Just show up Excellent. with a fucking Warhammer army. <laughs> like, I'll take this yeah. motherfucker over. I'll take on any one of you. One on one. <laughs> Bunch of fucking bull ogres. <laughs> control of the island. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck you been up to, man? Not too much stuff in the hobby. Incidentally... I ordered a bunch of models right before I went to Florida. Like, I was going on eBay. Yeah. And then I got a little out of control. And then I had a nervous period where I needed everything to show up before I left or else I'd just be sitting out there. <laughs> or And then I couldn't remember if I went to, like, my old address because I just moved. <laughs> But got all my got all my goodies in time. You're officially in Kelly's place now. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Got the got the hobby room set up, <laughs> taken over. How's married life? That's <laughs> uh, decent. Still in the honeymoon phase. <laughs> yeah. Got um, got some new kit, some new hobby kit. What'd you get? Got a new lamp. Mm. From the. I think it was from Hobby Lobby. You know, fifty percent off. I think those fuckers are closing. Now's the time to go in there. Yeah, I think so. But it's kind of like a special kind of daylight hobby lamp. Yeah, I've been using the same already one for a while, so I thought I'd get a little upgrade. Yeah, mine's like covered in little brush strokes that I've accidentally hit on it over the years and <laughs> shit. It's pretty. Yeah, pretty I got ghetto. like masking tape and duct tape covering it up and they've been like cooked and dried <laughs> and like broken off and recooked. So I got a couple cutting mats and I'll probably take a take a picture of the old standing desk 2.0. Ah, oh it's still a stander, huh? <laughs> now that you're used to whacking off standing up, you can't yeah, go back. <laughs> can't, can't go back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I got some new demon models. Is that what you were getting on eBay? Yeah. Yeah. We actually played a game of Warhammer, you and I. Oh, yeah, we did. I forgot about that. That was using some. Seems like a month ago to me. Lifetime ago. It might, yeah. have, been, it might have been a month ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. 
before. Yeah, that was my one master's practice game with my list. <laughs> yeah, so I was using my potential Quake City Rumble mm. list with the Demon Prince of Nurgle, the Soul Grinder, and then some of the, what are the, how they are, the Seekers, the Slanash Cavalry. Yeah, went down to Johnny C's, the local game store up there. The Wausau hobby area. It's kind of weird to go in there and see people just playing Warhammer. It was weird. <laughs> on their own. Without, like, me having to set it up or <laughs> arrange it for them. They were just out there playing Warhammer on their own as if they enjoyed it. Got to see some of the old faces. Yeah, Chad and... Old Chad. Yeah, that bro's still around. Put on a few pounds. Yeah. Since <laughs> <laughs> Probably haven't seen him for, like, ten years. Yeah. The old Jade Co. boot camp. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So you, uh working on those models or you just got them sitting still well basically after our game all i really have done since then was move the last remnants of my things out of the apartment clean up the apartment and then basically go to florida and i just got back yesterday so uh, i see i've got them all sitting there i've been chomping at the bit i brought a little notebook along i was writing up writing up army lists <laughs> got got the bug Uh-oh. doing it by hand some yeah. about the the hand craftsmanship for the list. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a fucking nine hour plane ride to Hawaii with that new dwarf book and oh, a, nice. some paper and some pens. <laughs> Have you taken a look at it yet? Uh, I seen the PDF floating around, but I had a hundred dollars in gift cards from a uh, last square from my Mary Mayhem mm-hmm. painting prize winnings, and I finally called them up and ordered a gyro and some long beards and a book. Which better be fucking arriving before I fucking fly out. <laughs> now I'm in the same boat. Like, I want that shit really bad. Otherwise, I'll just show. print off the PDF mm-hmm. over at the fucking Century Home Office. <laughs> Do you have any first impressions? Uh, nah. I perused it, but I didn't look too close. Hammers seem more badass now than ever before. Yeah. Everything's a lot more fightier. Yeah. It's not super different. Five plus board saves on the turn you get charged if you got a shield. Yeah, yeah. Thunders, crossbows. Yeah. Defensive units are solid. Yeah. Even if they charge in, rocking that strength four, dog. Yeah. <laughs> the breakers look fine. I didn't you might check have a them reason out. to break those guys out. I got 25 of them painted. <laughs> Basically, they get to parry all the time. Even if they're... In the rear. Or, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But and then there's strength four base. They so always be, were strength four. But now you'd be fives going in on the charge. Oh, and you nice. might be hating it. There's a one in three chance yeah. you'll hate <laughs> whoever. It's kind of cool. It, it's it's nice to see some fucking change there. I don't know, maybe I'll rock that for Akon. I've been... Uh, Today I printed off of the Akon PDFs, last year's scenarios, and then uh, this year's rule pack, and I was trying to confirm uh, our reservation, and it's supposed to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, and I Dustin set it up for me, so I finally phoned to confirm it, and it looked like it was from the 1st, like through the 7th, and... <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I got to call this. So I sent him a text. I got to sort this out because I was talking to the chick. I'm like, well, these are the days I want to stay. Can I switch it? And she's like, well, since you didn't set it up, you can't. And I'm like, oh, that's not fucking cool. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if we don't show up to the third, will our room be gone? And she's like, yes, it will. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I got to sort. Th- and I canceled my other reservation across the street, and it oh, did end cool. up skunking eighty dollars out of me on it. But fuckers. Yeah. So I'm already eighty bucks in on a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> haven't fucking stayed anywhere yet, but yeah. You're looking at dwarves. I just printed off today the the entire list of painted dwarf models that I have so that when I'm on the plane, I can reference <laughs> what I can actually field and see if I need to paint anything more. But I'm pretty stoked about that. It, it'd be nice have a little variety. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like painting another gyro, but I did order one up, so we'll see. 
Do you see yourself using dwarves in the the summer tournament season? I just fucking unleash the bull ogres in November. I got to do at least a year <laughs> with them. I'll probably go with the bull ogres through North Star, unless dwarves just are really really badass. Or mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm getting kind of sick of ogres. It's pretty one dimensional, so maybe maybe I'll mix it up. Okay. But I've been fucking painting the rider for the peg pig, the Orctonians. Mm-hmm. Started converting up the Orctonian lord. I think I'm going to have to take a break from that and convert up a couple more rank-and-file knights because that lord's going to take a while to convert up, so I'm going to need some shit to paint in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like doing any fucking peasants yet. And then I got that vacation coming up. I feel like I'm fucking just flying around like a madman, not, <laughs> not really doing anything. I got this weekend, this week so fucking busy with the shit apples moving out of the apartment building and trying to get all that together. I got some bro that wants to move in Saturday, and he's already paid. And then the shit apples are supposed to be out Friday. Oh, so I got to go up there. Close. I know. I got to go up there Friday night and uh, fucking hope to God they cleaned it well or I'm going to be there until fucking midnight. And then, I don't know, we'll see. And then in the meantime, I got that bathroom project going upstairs. <laughs> I heard you. It's chopping away up there. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking sawing up some base trim, trying to get that all ready to nail down. And that fucking project it was supposed to be like a two-week uh, Christmas project. Still getting dragged out. <laughs> For the month of March coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to have it done before I go on vacation, but there's this always unforeseen shit. Plus, you know, I just spent my vacation sitting around puffing on the vaporizer a lot, <laughs> whacking off, not doing a lot of bathroom work. Pulling a real Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> Gandalf the gay. That's me. Either way, I really want to get that fucking bathroom project done so I can start on this motorcycle project. In theory, by May, it'll fucking be decent enough out to ride a motorcycle, so uh, I really got to get that done. The way it's looking. You'd be lucky rolling into that thing at the podge. <laughs> yeah, well. And the July. The way the project's been going, I'll be lucky to have it done by the end of July, so... Mm-hmm. We'll fucking see. I got this. Got my Springer front end. That's like 1,200 bones sitting right there. <laughs> Doesn't look like much, but... Well, makes the Warhammer seem a lot cheaper, I guess. Yeah. I'm about ten grand in on that motorcycle. <laughs> I've probably sold five or six hundred dollars worth of shit on eBay for it, so I'll be slowly recouping some of that. But what a fucking hassle! I still probably have a thousand dollars worth of shit to buy, maybe more. So mm-hmm. every goddamn project I get involved in, it's fucking money pits. Yeah, you had on like a little army carrying rack in the back of it. <laughs> a little sissy bar so I can that. strap a pelican case to. <laughs> take the bull ogres out on the road. <laughs> That's not the plan. <laughs> want to limit yourself. Yeah. For the master's trip, Pelican case held up really awesome. Again, I only had one standard snap at the hand, uh, and it broke both times break. on the way there and on the way home, so I'm sure it just wasn't packed well. I think when you stood it up vertically, all the weight went right on the fucking standard and popped mm-hmm. it off. So it didn't actually break, just busted the, the glue, so I was able to fix it really easy. So mm-hmm. I was fucking shocked and amazed to see all those Mornfang fuckers in one piece when I got there, so that was pretty solid. Props to the Pelican 1510 coming through again. 60 bucks of foam every time I want to fucking take a new army somewhere. That's true. Cocksucker. And then you got all this foam stacked up just chilling. So that's kind of a hassle too. And I've been doing job interviews, interviewing over at Travel Guard here in town. Oh, yeah. Keeping myself. I did just get a nice fucking raise at Sentry though. So now it's like, I don't know if I should leave. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. We've been doing goes. like the 
showing him the cheeseburger with his watch. <laughs> How are you impressing him here? The wedding band. <laughs> That's my new trick. <laughs> Probably be unleashed at the Podge. <laughs> I was going to do it at the Masters, but I never really got hammered enough. I was at the end there. We were all on video, and I was going to whip out my ball sack. I got really excited about it and jumped up, and then like... Eight feet to my left, there's two fucking seven-year-old kids playing magic, and they're both just staring at me. <laughs> I'm like, probably should keep my balls in my pants. <laughs> so that didn't come to pass. Would have been entertaining as shit, though. <laughs> so you tell fuckers like Domus were all watching it and sending me text messages. Yeah, about do, it. Yeah. do it. Do <laughs> it. He's like, he's like, is that Lindley? Go over there and give him a big hug for me. <laughs> shit like that. So that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's all the bullshit I've been up to, which is a lot. I'm really looking forward to. Once this bathroom project's done after vacation, just fucking chill out. I have been enjoying the modeling because I've been doing Dude, very little of the it. Vacation is when you chill out, man. Yeah, that's when I just try to block out my girlfriend. <laughs> incessant <laughs> babbling on. See what kind of antics you can get up to this year. <laughs> <laughs> Farting in caves. You got any good plans? <laughs> you want to share ahead of time? I'm pretty spontaneous, guy. <laughs> she wants to go snorkeling, and I fucking hate being in the ocean. Some good fart opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> if you can just get a hold of her tube. <laughs> Come swooping in on top. <laughs> it's a mouthful of fucking ass air. That's pretty fucking foul. So, yeah. What else do we got here? You been uh, watching or listening to anything interesting? I have been watching Helix on the old sci-fi channel. I never even heard of that shit. It came out... Uh. I think it's probably two months old, but yeah. it was hyped up pretty good because it's the guys that made Battlestar Galactica mm. are making this. And the premise for it is like a science facility up in the Arctic Circle yeah. beyond c- the control of any nation mm. <laughs> conducting unbridled research and things go wrong. And there's kind of like weird zombie type people. Are they Cylons? They're smart. <laughs> they're kind of like 28 Days Later, but they're smarter. Yeah. But it's kind of like, if you ever played a Resident Evil video game, mm-hmm. like it's what happens before the start of every game, like when everything's normal, and then like the lab goes crazy and people start escaping and stuff. I see. Overall, I don't know if I can remember. It's pretty all right, but it's like... You can tell they're like building for like a couple seasons because every episode there's just new mysteries that they're adding and they're not solving any of the old mysteries they started. <laughs> they just keep adding and adding, adding new wrinkles and they're not they're not really solving anything. Yeah. But the cutscenes always look way more badass. They're like, yeah, next time it's gonna be good. <laughs> and it never is. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty all right. You always have these sort of half recommendations. Yeah. Like, Man, it's worth it if you're bored, but. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bored, you can DVR it. You can definitely. There's a lot of nothing that goes on in the show. Yeah. Punctuated. <laughs> people crawling around ventilation tunnels. Pretty much all the characters have made it in the ventilation <laughs> tunnels by now. That's classic movie shit yeah. right there, dude. All right. But for shows and stuff... That's that's about it. Okay. I've been uh, reading the first book in the Twins trilogy, Dragonlance. Pretty solid. I'm about to wrap that up. Had a lot of plane time there, so sitting in an airport, sitting on a plane. Watch-wise, I've been watching House of Cards, and next season it has come out. And uh, yeah. That fucking... Frank Underwood bastard. He's it's getting to be like a Genji Cohen film where you really don't like any of the characters because they're all these uh, fucking evil bastards. It's like the end of Breaking Bad where you just 
No, like, by the end of that, I kind of disliked everyone. Yeah, because no one's a genuine good fucking person in it. So it does start out pretty fucking entertaining with some stuff you don't see coming for the, the first start second of the season. second season. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I won't give it away. But I was rather disappointed in what went down because some of the main eye candy of the show <laughs> left the show. Zoe Barnes in a spectacular way. Ah, and, interesting. Uh, but gotta yeah, keep those. Those payroll costs down for the actors. <laughs> Those fucking sexy it's the actresses. Walking Dead strategy. Whenever they get too uppity, you got to kill them off. <laughs> I've been, been keeping up on those as well. Yeah, I'm up on that. Well, people people rag on it, but I think this last season has been better than ever compared yeah. to the abysmal low of the first half of the second season. <laughs> if you can make it through that, this last stuff's been pretty entertaining if you've been keeping up. I Last one I saw was the show that focused on Carl... Carl. When Rick was Carl. Rick was down and out there. Old Rick. Carl. <laughs> he was pretty fucking beat up there when they're just traipsing across the countryside. Yeah. Carl, wait. Carl. <laughs> Fuck it. I was so irritated. I was really wishing one of those zombies would have got that fucking stupid kid. Got my shoe, but it didn't get me. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Because you're a fucking dumbass. Still listening to Dune. I'm on book three. Pretty fucking awesome. It's really my only motivation to do any modeling is to listen to Dune. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So, excellent. Other than that, Ginger's got me watching the show called Girls on the Free TV Project, which is Part about good things. It is pretty good. It's one of those shows. The main character is this like chubby little chick, and she spends a fair amount of time with no clothes on. So they're trying to just gain some acceptance for female body types <laughs> on TV that aren't the standard big right. tits skinny waist. All right, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's worth the watch. I fucking thoroughly enjoy it. And there's a couple hotties on there, so that always helps. A couple hotties. <laughs> a couple naughties. A couple fucking naughties for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I said, me working on some Adepticon lists on the plane. Come up with some bullogre bullshit. After the uh, Swedish comp situation, I'm looking forward to bringing some some fucking greasy 2400 points mm-hmm. to Akon. That, that should so, be So, how did you... So, you played a full tournament with the Swedish comp. Mm-hmm. How did you like it? I have several recaps here on various things from the Masters, but we can get into that one. I rather enjoyed it because on the tables I ended up playing on most of the time there, you didn't really see the same old fucking bullshit that you're used to at tournaments. So, it was a nice fucking change. I also like the fact that if someone did take a dick list, you know, the comp difference you got to toss into your score. And one round I played a dude who comped like in the mid fives, mm-hmm. and I was at 11.9, so I added almost 600 points. And uh, so that was interesting too. It does rather change the dynamic, similar to the game you and I had where I was 600 points up when we started. So it was, changes the mindset. You know, yeah. you know, you don't feel like you have to know. make shit happen. It was different. Mm hmm. I didn't feel like it was that much better, but it was different. It was better from my perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was up 600 points. (laughs) uh, But yeah, definitely. It was cool. It was fun to do it for a change. I think the, I don't know, the comp's pretty subjective. Some shit gets hit hard that's... Yeah. And some shit doesn't get hit hard enough that really should, and you see it exploited, so... When I was going through making stuff, like you had this bad stuff that got hit hard, but then like... Even stuff that wasn't bad would just get almost hit as hard anyways. Like, I was looking like at a soul grinder. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's kind of crappy, but it gets like a minus 18 points or something like that. <laughs> if you give it marks and stuff. Which is like a point and a half mm-hmm. in the bigger scheme of things. Yeah. And then like a demon prince for the demons isn't, um, it's almost worse than any of the greater demons, but you still get a big hit for taking this fragile model. Mm-hmm. Now your opponent can get a lot of points really quickly by just doing four wounds to it. And there's no way to get it any good saves or anything. Right. You take flight. That's another ding on it. You take armor. It's another ding on it. Sure. I thought there should be like more bonuses for taking crappy things or yeah. kind of evening. Well, that's why I ended up with a gorgeous. Even when you think you're taking <laughs> stuff that's not bad, it still penalizes you. So like mentally, you're like, well, how do I fucking win this thing? <laughs> like I'm getting penalized for everything. Yeah, there was a couple of bros that had comps in the mid like 17s, and I don't think with an ogre army you could even create a list that was comp that high. If you did, it would be like a bunch of units of six bulls and like one hero character. There'd be like nothing to it. It'd be shit. So, mm-hmm. but either way, it's fun to mix it up. I like the dynamic sure. and the way it, it affected the game. So that was it was pretty cool. Pretty much every weekend, other than Masters weekend, I've been caught up playing Civilization for <laughs> like uh. six to fifteen hours. I've been getting in lots of games of that lately, just to zone out and avoid doing any modeling. Motivation zero currently. <laughs> it's gonna fucking rest on my laurels for a while. I think. <laughs> so I had. Uh, conversation, text message conversation a few weeks back with Gerald about taking pictures of models. So figure I'd toss some of that wisdom out there. So usually when I take pictures, like for the blog or whatever, or, or a web page, one of the best things I found, I had this big bay window. Say, so wait till the sun goes over the top of the house, so you're just getting ambient light, and then you put That's it in the, the bay window that. and take pictures. My, and, my new hobby room has a huge, massive window, <laughs> and it gets a ton of ambient light. It's really awesome. You never so want direct can, light. Yeah. That'll wash out all your colors, and then... If you want your models... To look decent. To look really bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a picture of them in direct sunlight. Yeah. And, and like every little mm-hmm. tiniest flaw will be yeah. wonderfully exposed. It'll make good-looking models look pretty mad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then if you're in kind of a pinch and you, it's a dark, you need to take it. And you, whether you have a light box or not, the key is to get some of those day glow light bulbs you know reveal is the ones i usually use i don't know what the fucking brands are but well the ones that simulate daylight and then you face the fucking bulbs away from the models and you get like a big sheet of white poster board or a couple big Mm. sheets of paper and you reflect the light back on the models with white sheets of paper and you get the same effect but you you know you can do it whenever and if you see most of my twitter pictures that go up they turn out really well and i'm doing it that way just flipping over my painting light holding up a sheet of paper with one hand and taking the picture with the camera on the other you never use a flash that's a very bad idea so the goal is just natural ambient light no direct fucking bulbs facing your models uh, one of the keys like with a light box you know it's got cloth on the sides and they want you to face the lights at the cloth but that's a fucking bad idea too it doesn't work well and makes yeah. your stuff look like shit so i remember playing around with that light box yeah years that one, well, it had those two, like, halogen bulbs and shit. Weakest light. Yeah, so you kind of... Now I think I could do really well with it, but you know, I just don't really see a reason to bother with a light box. Maybe I'll put that shit on eBay. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that's the key to that. Ambient, non-direct, light, natural. Boom. So, let's fucking... Do you ever, like... Go ahead. Just 
if you need like another surface, you like get your head down there. Mm-hmm. Get, the, <laughs> get a glare. Sun, uh, <laughs> That's way too much of a glare. <laughs> get the sun gleaming, glimmering off. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never tried that. Well, you're a man of experimentation. <laughs> it's true, I am. <laughs> well, I fucking last night I had volleyball at six o'clock. I showed up at five thirty for happy hour. It's half off beers, so I start killing Pabst. Go play my games. It's like 40 minutes, get done, have another beer. I'm like, well, you know what? To hell with this supper thing. It's liquid suppers. Liquid suppers. <laughs> so I end up fucking drinking till like 11 o'clock. I was so hungover this morning. It was a bad situation. <laughs> so volleyball is just I'm too old for that shit, too. <laughs> volleyball. It's pretty fun, though. The gang's all there. Everybody's killing beers. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking take a break. Then we can fucking move on. Fucking back, man. So, I've been reading a book. What are you reading, buddy? I'm still reading Atlas Shrugged. Yeah? On the old Is that Ayn Rand? Who's that? Yeah, it's about a 1,200-page slog. Mm. We're talking 60-plus hours in your audio <laughs> audio world. That one's pretty, pretty deep. I'm actually yeah. starting to like it. But in between reading that, I decided to read a little lighter fare called Robopocalypse. Hmm. About robots taking over the world and such. Is this and like a fucking Terminator theme? Or? What? Not really, but it kind of ends up a little bit, just because they're both post-elliptic future with robots in them. Mm-hmm. This one's, if you get on audiobook, it'd be a nice, easy listen. Yeah. Because it was a nice, quick, easy read. The writing style is very similar to World War Z. Yeah. Where... You know, it's these different stories on different continents. Sure. And they kind of, some of them interact somewhat. And, uh, you know, people are fighting robots in the streets. The smart cars <laughs> taking over. <laughs> the fucking Priuses attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it's a pretty decent one. Robo Apocalypse. Yeah. It's right. very light fair. It could have been, there's some cool, really cool things in there. Like if it ended up being like a thousand page novel written by Stephen King. It probably would have been pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better. Because there's some cool ideas in it. But a lot of it's just abbreviated. And there's like a certain way that he writes that you'll either really like it or you'll really dislike it. Mm. Like at the end of each chapter, it'll be like, and little did he know, but saving those two lives <laughs> would make the difference in the war. <laughs> Stuff like <laughs> This stuff like that where dramatic foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. But it's at the end of every chapter there's dramatic foreshadowing. So you're like Come on, man. Start showing me. Stop telling me. Start showing me, man. <laughs> I just ordered up the first law trilogy. Was that Abercrombie? Yeah. Is that what those are called? Yeah. 
Okay. So it's called something else, but maybe that's the name of the, one of the books. Golki talked about that. Said it was pretty solid, and um, yeah, that was backed up White by Tech. White Tech. Yeah, talking about that. So I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out. After I finish the Twins trilogy, I'm going to give the Dragonlance shit a break for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting kind of fucking Dragonlanced out. Yeah, and then got my Blood Bowl team. I'm working on. I'm going to kick up. Grim Company, get back to that. Oh, yeah. well. That one's getting pretty good. Yeah. It's a really interesting setting where it's got like, it's kind of like D&D ish. But then the priests start like going after the magic users and like starting like a kind of a crusade. That's exactly what has happened in the Dragonlance books I'm reading. Well, let me tell you <laughs> if this were the magic users' revolt, they kind of form a plan and then they go to the plane of the divine and then they kill all the gods so the <laughs> priests have no more power <laughs> we got your number bitches <laughs> so that's like kind of what had was happened four or five hundred years before this so now all that's left there's like no more gods it's just these super powerful mages then the world's kind of gone to shit yeah <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of like dark sun or something sounds pretty cool yeah give the final verdict on that when i'm through all right I gotta give a shout out to Chris over at Geeked Out Fitness. Sent me yeah. a fucking Geeked Out Fitness shirt, so I was sporting that at the gym this week. <laughs> <laughs> it fit well, looked cool, felt like a proper nerd working out in the gym, <laughs> creeping on the ladies. <laughs> nice. So, cheers to that, dude. If you want some fucking nerd fitness gear, I think it'd be pretty funny if like a 400 pound bro has <laughs> some like Geeked Out Fitness gear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, check that out. You can Google Geeked Out Fitness, find his site. Mm-hmm. Some cool stuff on there. Uh, QCR, man. I got to get on my list for that, too. Probably print off their uh, info and work on that on the plane while I'm making lists. Yeah, so in our game, 2,500 points. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you think of that Soul Grinder? I didn't think too much of it. No, well, combined, did I. combined with the Nurgle Magic, it beat the shit out of everything it touched. But Well, I managed to roll mostly hits with my four weapon yeah. skill three <laughs> attacks. <laughs> I don't like the kind of... I took the stone thrower on it, and I don't... Well, you can never count on anything with a stone thrower. No. And you always need to take two, and then maybe you'll hit something. So then you're kind of sitting back with this 300-point thing that, sure, they have to dedicate a lot of effort to kill it, but otherwise it's not really doing anything. Uh-huh. And even, even then it's kind of tough to dictate any space on the board because it's movement eight but it doesn't have swift stride so it's only a 2d6 charge yeah so you know a 2d6 you know maybe like a five is what you bank on <laughs> for a charge that has like a 13 inch threat range that's, well that's not great you can plan a 15 if you got some chaff around you to in case it goes wrong get in the way well this one i dropped the furies and I was taking the seekers they're only 30 points more yeah they're a lot fightier but, yeah, I didn't want to sacrifice them unless I had to. Mm. <laughs> I see. But they kind of remind me of my Wild Riders. Or if they have, like, in that list of yours, you mostly just have kind of solid combat units. They're yeah. not chaffy. So, sure. like, you know, if I had my Wild Riders or the Seekers, you know, they kind of just hang around. It's Don't. like, oh, I'm going to get your flank. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Bring it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you the flank. He's like, I'm serious. Don't move. I'm going to get your flank. <laughs> And I'm just begging for you to come in <laughs> cool. so I can get some easy combat rest. So I had two, two <laughs> units. So I think I'm going to drop one for sure. Bring maybe back add the Furies? A, yeah, maybe add one Fury. Yeah. But then I was in the conundrum where I forgot that Nurgle magic was really short-ranged with all its buffs. So I wanted my Nema Prince out on the edge 
kind of ripping up your weedy units. Mm-hmm. But in order for my block to withstand your units, I needed to get back to the middle. So when that gorger came on, he really threw a monkey wrench <laughs> in your plans. Yeah. <laughs> Tangling with the fucking he unit. Did, uh, Ten horrors. Right. Somebody else had a gorger, and they beat up that horror block. That's one of the few times that a horror block has almost been killed. Is when a gorger shows up. <laughs> I had him down to one man before the fucking yeah. demon prince killed the gorger. <laughs> you did flub a round of attacks pretty bad there. Yeah. Unbreakable is pretty awesome. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. I wasn't rolling enough attacks either. Turns out you should have five with the frenzy, but mm-hmm. that's because I was a fucking total gorger yeah. noob. So in a Florida, I've kind of been going back to that. I don't think I'm going to use the soul grinder, but I'm going to mix it up a bit. I'm going to drop. Both of the skull cannons. I'm gonna go cannon list, and oh, that'll shit. kind of affect my list a bit. But um, I might just use the head off that the Reaper Bones, the giant Cthulhu. Yeah, it's a pretty cool model. It's a fucking awesome it model. Kind of looks like a little chubby, yeah. like toddler Cthulhu. That's kind of like a T Rex with yeah. normal arms and a big old fucking Cthulhu head. Yeah, but the head just looks cool. It does. So I could make like a disc rider type guy. And the discs turned out okay. I'm still trying to figure out. Because you can put them in the units to protect them from the big 3D6 fireballs. Yeah. The rock and lore fire. But then the unit can only move one inch. And then if you bail out, you have to bail out on foot. So you bail out one inch. And then next turn, you can fly away if you want. Oh, uh, he's got only has a one-inch ground move? <laughs> yeah. Can you march two inches? <laughs> yeah, you can march two. <laughs> but then all the... Siege spells are short range too. Yeah. So if you're putting them back in that unit, you're not casting any of your spells. Right. And for the first part of the game, you want to cast spells with those guys. They got kind of the shooty, shootier elements. Can you keep them near something else for a four plus lookout, sir? Yeah. I mean, I did that with the seekers, mm-hmm. but even then, it didn't really work that well. I mean, if it was like a D6 fireball, but even like a 2D6, yeah. he's probably going to get killed. <laughs> it's dangerous. He's probably going to get ganked. Yeah, I've had that happen to my brave shamans enough times to know how that <laughs> shit goes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still trying to trying to figure that out. Yeah, all right. Trying to get those gateways off. <laughs> I got one off. Wasn't impressed. Yeah, I had about been up being four of them four. cast on me. It's like, man, yeah, okay, let it go. Fucking cares. Strength four, <laughs> six or seven hits. I don't even think I did. I think I did one wound to the fire belly. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah, it's a threat though. Could happen. Could happen. Could. But, Good. Uh, all right. Let's fucking. Uh, so how did our game end up? You you were up on me with three or four hundred points, I think. Mm-hmm. But with the comp, that means I was up a couple hundred. Yeah, it's gonna be a draw in the end. But you had a little unit. Basically, I had the grinder. Oh yeah. Beast of Nurgle, <laughs> my demon prince, and then the disc rider kind of surrounded him. And then you roll low when you needed to roll low. Yeah. But then you had to follow it by rolling high. Uh, yeah. And then to get the rider, you had to roll high again. <laughs> So, it was close. Yeah. It's interesting. We could play again. The only way I can get one up on the Raj is to have a 600-point comp bonus. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, though. need that once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. Keep your morale up. Yeah. So, you had this big win. Rocking into Masters, dude. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. Let's fucking get on to Masters then. So, fucking... My flight was supposed to leave 7 a.m. Friday. Mm-hmm. Got a fucking call from Delta Airlines on Wednesday saying that shit was canceled. Because <laughs> Thursday we had an ice storm all day, which turned into snow and 40-mile-per-hour gusts. So by the time my rescheduled flight was leaving, it was 
5.30 was when it was supposed to leave on Friday and it ended up leaving at about 6. And it was fucking scary because it was literally snowing like mad and windy as all fuck. And I'm sitting on that plane just shaking my head thinking there's no way this is getting off the ground. <laughs> but they were fucking dedicated and they did it, dude. It was The takeoff and the, and the landing were pretty fucked because it was pretty shitty over in the Twin Cities too. But mm-hmm. we fucking made it. I barely, I had like 18 minutes from the time we landed to get to my connecting flight. Uh, so I just they barely... save it for you? Yeah, they held it up, yeah. Mr. Johnny Hastings. I didn't hear that. I just fucking ran. It was only like three gates down, so I actually made it. Landed out there at 10 after 11, time I got off, and it's perfect timing because the Scobros had just rolled into town after a 10-hour drive from Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) They got stuck in Philly and had to fucking rent a car and drive. They went through D.C., I guess, hit some traffic, and... (laughs) They pulled in pretty much just as I was getting off the plane, so that worked out perfect for me. <laughs> and, uh, That's weird. Yeah. You could have just like took your flight. I, I was thinking know? that. I don't know. I want to get there a little earlier or something. I thought I was going to be on the safe side, and I fucking barely made it. We got to the hotel around midnight, and then... Mm-hmm. So was everybody staying in the same hotel? Yeah, we had... There was five of us in the room. It was Meal For Real, fucking Gerald, Fetter, Ruins, me, and... Uh, Jerry showed up drunk. <laughs> that dude. Okay. Like a, he's a grown yeah. man, but he drinks like a fucking second year college student. <laughs> like we kept shotgunning beers and we're just fucking he just wanted to keep shotgunning beers and he's he spent like forty five minutes ripping on meal for being Russian. <laughs> Coming up with no yeah, end of... Yeah, he's Russian for yeah. some I didn't correct him. Nah, he knew he was just fucking with him, but it was pretty <laughs> funny. He's giving him shit for being a Cossack and riding a horse all the way out to fucking North Carolina. It was just like 45 minutes of him ripping on meal, giving him shit for his list, for taking a mortar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was pretty entertaining but that dude's a real fucking character so he showed up and then his buddy i think dan the guy that was also running the show showed up for a little while and mm-hmm. uh we called it quits around two thirty or 3 or something like that and i was too excited to sleep though i just fucking laid there all gung-ho and really didn't get <laughs> it's much like the sleep night before christmas i fucking woke up super tired the next morning popped over to the venue and venue was all right it was like a huge game store with like super 20 30 foot high ceiling something so it's like noise was no issue it's weird to be at a tournament where it's not like Mm. super obnoxiously loud so that was pretty solid it was like a proper game store but really open everything's on these wire shelves and shit so that was like misty mountain caliber terrain yeah the terrain was pretty shit dude the top table had some really really nice elf shit but Every other table, it was like four by the eight. The one table that was on camera? Yeah. <laughs> four by eight pieces of like two-inch foam with felt spread over them. Mm-hmm. And it was packed in there pretty tight. I don't know. It was all right. It served the purpose, but it wasn't pretty at all. And there was fucking beer on tap in the venue, which was pretty solid. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we fucking, I drank a lot of beers that weekend. It's funny. You just start drinking midday and drink until whenever the fuck, you know. <laughs> Never really got totally wasted. Really had a good story. Uh. He was telling me last time I was there when he forgot to bring his ID. Uh. And like there's like a pimple popper. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't serve him. I think he said that on our podcast when we had him on for the Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's and, what it was. <laughs> it's, uh, it was a cool, though. I like that idea. There was a bunch of tappers. We fucking cleaned out those fucking taps. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> show up to the yeah he wasn't playing no he showed up sunday later on like maybe an hour or so before it ended and then he hung out we'll get to that though so fucking saturday what else i guess that's mostly what i have to say about the venue but it worked it was a cool spot all that fuck does this say my notes are pretty shit i spent like fucking 
hour and a half at Century Today writing up all these <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah, so let's fucking talk about the games. I got a little synopsis here on each one. Sure. All right, so my list is a fucking tyrant, of all things, with an ogre blade for plus two strength, armor of destiny, dragonbane gem, and a potion of foolhardiness, which I never once used in the entire tournament. Was never really take ch- a potion of fool. It's foolhardy <laughs> to take the potion of foolhardiness. Should have stuck with the rock eye. The rock eye would have won me the tournament. <laughs> I had a Butcher, level deuce, lure them all with a great weapon. Had a Fire Belly, level deuce, with a Dispel Scroll. Had a Bizzle, with a Sword of Might, Enchanted Shield, and an Iron Curse Icon. Seven Ogres with two hand weapons, and a full command. Four Guts, with a Muso and a Standard. Six Guts, with a full command, a Banner Discipline. Ten Nabos. Four Mornfang, with a Gleaming Pennant. Four Maneaters, with the Banner of Eternal Flame. I had a Gorger. The ultimate badass gorger. One saber tusk. The gorger. Two saber tusks and one unit. Save me some serious comp points. And then one iron blaster. Yeah, that was the fucking list. So round one. The battle of the balds is what Hengel called it. <laughs> it was me versus Mike, the Colonel Sanders. Uh-huh. And, uh... He's rocking some Dark Owls. Yeah. Mike's a real cool dude, man. We had a pretty fun game. He was comped at 12.3 and I was 11.9. Okay. Now, then, my prediction for this game was... You would get a a bloody minor victory (laughs) with severely depleted units at the end. You'd have units of, like, one ogre left, and then you'd have your characters would have a bunch of wounds on them, but they'd still be ticking at the end. (laughs) So that's that's what I predicted. What what happened here? It's not exactly how it went. So I decided to fucking... Not be very aggressive with the bull ogres, which yeah. you're never going to get a good win. Because he had the shooting advantage, right? Well, he had two fucking wizards on shadow. He had three bolt throwers. He got his list here. He had a dreadlord and a unit of executioners. Two level twos. He had a master. The fucking four plus board. The BSB. 34 Corsairs. Two units of five dark riders. It was 24 executioners. Unit of five harpies. Yeah, three bolt throwers. Six cold one nights, unit six shades, a blood rack shrine, and like five of the bitch locks. So, yeah, like I said, I really should have been more aggressive here. I was fucking just chilling back. I canned it off the shrine, hit it turn one, did a couple wounds, hit it turn two after he stuck it in the unit, and then killed it outright. My plan was to avoid fighting the executioners all game, and I succeeded at that just Excellent. by chaffing them up, fleeing charges, and just backing the fuck up. Gorger showed up, Lucker shows up, lines up on the first uh, bolt thrower. Starts turning and facing him. He does three of the four wounds on the thing, and then I charge in, and he kills it with the ASF. <laughs> God damn it. But either way, it distracted him for a turn, so that was all right. Big shit about this game. He's like six die or five die pit of shades in me every fucking turn, and I'm just mm-hmm. scrambling to prevent this. So he did end up... I had my characters all in unit of seven ogres. Drops it. Kills all the ogres. None of the characters were hurt. They all pass the lookout, mm-hmm. sir. So I have four characters that just fucking scramble. So I run them into this forest because I wanted to get them in the guts, but the guts are engaged because he had to fucking run the bitch locks up to sacrifice him as chaff because he's getting in, a, in kind of a shitty spot. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't pass that up with the fucking guts because I hate the fucking bitch locks. <laughs> so I got my four characters chilling there, and he's like, all right, pit of shades. I'm like, oh, fuck, you got to be kidding me. I really didn't think about the implications there, but I really didn't have anywhere to put them anyways. So fortunately, I was able to either I stopped it or it scattered off. And he's like, yeah, that could have been your game there. I'm like, no <laughs> shit, dude. Anyway, so really the way he pulled points off me there was by 
Pit of Shades in that one big unit dead, and otherwise, you know, he's just picking up little shit, and I just ran around getting what I could off him. Mm-hmm. Pretty much killed everything he had except the Corsairs and then the, his characters and the Executioners, and, you know, last turn I was at a point, he could have made a really far charge on me, but I would have just flooded and been fine, so I had it set mm-hmm. up so I could get away, and I ended up pulling an 11-9 out of that one, squeaked mm-hmm. the fucking win. Really should have. I don't know. I don't think I could have taken. I think I rolled pretty shitty spells too. I wouldn't. I didn't get the the augments I needed uh, to win a combat level against two. them. It's gonna happen. Yeah, most of the game. Well, fireball is pretty reliable. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I had flame cage. I kept flame cage in the executioners <laughs> so they wouldn't come at me. <laughs> I did that at least twice, and then they just sat. So that was perfect because he really needed to get those in on me. So that was that one. And then round deuce, I played Ryan Smith. He's one of the Texas guys. He was pretty buzzed up when we started playing. <laughs> he had this orc army. It was fucking super, super well painted. Okay. He was in a fucking pretty. So for the South team, yeah, were they all from Texas? Is that? Uh, I was kind of confused on. I think most of them were. I don't think they all were, or they they didn't have to be. They might have been like Arkansas or somewhere else around okay. them parts, but. There wasn't anybody from the dirty south, like Alabama or Mississippi or anything okay. like that. It was This is more like south central versus, you know, okay. southeast. But Cool. So, yeah, Ryan had a Savage Orc War Boss, Savage Orc Great Shaman. I think he had a level four, too. That's one of my big regrets was not taking the level four, and it fucking mm-hmm. bit me in the ass a few times, as we'll get to in a future game here. Had a Savage Orc Big Boss, a BSB, and then another Savage Orc Big Boss. Bunch of fucking characters here. Another fucking Savage Orc Shaman. One was a level two, and then one was a level four. 39 Savage Orcs, 35 Savage Orc Biggins, a couple Manglers, two units of five Wolf Riders, a couple solo trolls, which was an interesting way. I had two units of trolls. It was just one dude. Mm-hmm. Just kind of using them as chaff. But yep. obviously, you got to keep that shit close to the Generale. <laughs> Generale. And uh, Spear Chucker. Another Spear Chucka, a Doom Diver, a Rock Lava, a unit of River Trolls, two Solo Trolls, maybe another Solo River Troll, but and two Mangler Squigs. So, yeah, my turn two, I was able to squash both the Manglers. Maybe it's my turn one if he went first. I don't really remember how it went, but as soon as I could, Noblars took out one of the Manglers and the fucking <laughs> Sabertooth took out the other. That fucking helped me out quite a bit. He had his two Orc units in Horde Formation. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of pushed him forward and pushed him forward. And uh, so I got, was able to get a double charge on the non-biggins. Fucking blasted through those bros. And his BSB and a wizard in there. So I claimed all mm-hmm. that shit. They did get away, uh, but I was able to clean them up later. That was pretty solid. And uh, he's like, I don't know why those dudes are in horde formation. <laughs> <laughs> so the goal really was just to avoid the biggins. I had the Mornfang in front of the biggins just backing the fuck up, avoiding mm-hmm. that charge. I really didn't have anything to chaff them with over there. My Gorger came on, started fucking racking up war machines. <laughs> it's pretty solid. At least he didn't just die this time to <laughs> shooting magic. But this was a fortitude game. So if you broke their fortitude, you'd get 600 bonus victory points. Okay. And he was at a point where all of his remaining fortitude was in the biggin unit except for one unit of five wolf riders <laughs> and uh i just needed to cut one more point off him to get the 600 victory points so the wolf riders are fucking boogieing away trying to hide the fireball is chasing after him casting fireballs Do a little dance yeah. come on guys so i did end up getting him and then it's like late game maybe turn five and he was in a position where 
the biggins are like right in the center of the table. The Mornfang are next to him, facing the opposite direction he's facing. So it's like they're just running by each other. And then my block of ogres with all my characters in it could have hit him in the rear at that point had I decided to charge. Mm-hmm. I didn't charge that round. And I just, I guess I got kind of lucky there because I felt like even if I rear charge him, his fucking lord character is going to come back and beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it. I'm figuring, well, I can turn the Mornfang. Turn the fuck, or, and then bring the or- ogres in as well. Double up on them because that's how ogres work best with all those impact hits. So on his turn, he just needed to do a reform, and I couldn't have gotten both my units away from him. I would have fucking taken it on the chin. He probably would have got one of my units, but he fails animosity and just squabbles. <laughs> so I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so I just fucking turned my shit to face him, and then like that was that. He didn't get a chance to do anything. So I had cleaned up everything else he had on the table and got his fortitude. So I end up taking a twenty nil out of that one. Ryan's a cool dude though. His army looked really fucking good, so that was an awesome fucking battle. Cool. And then game three. Well, for lunch this day, they brought in a fucking taco truck, which was pretty solid. Ooh, that yeah. cool. And I hadn't eaten dinner the night before. I just had a liquid supper, so I drove like a big old burrito and a big old taco into me. It's pretty awesome. Started killing beers during that game. So uh, Ryan bought me a beer. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I'll have whatever you're having. Brings it back. It's like a fucking porter but it tastes like a bourbon barrel stout nine percent alcohol i'm like well here we go <laughs> so started fucking drinking and then uh game three by now i'm just completely wiped out i was so fucking tired i couldn't even stand up anymore because not sleeping and having half a beer buzz but not really fucking paying close attention to the beer buzz so i played against matt beasley he's one of the mid-atlantic guys playing dark elves he had like a super super flighty army all right so he had a dreadlord on a fucking dragon had a master on a peg. Now that one was on a dark steed. He did have a master on a peg as well. Had a sorceress, level 2 on beast. Unit of shooty dudes, 11 witch elves. 3 units of 5 dark riders, 3 bolt throwers, 12 bitch locks, 6 cold one knights, and 5 shades. So just looking at the list, I was like, oh god. So I kind of set up all my shit in a row on the left side, figuring I can just sweep around and mm-hmm. like fucking run over the table and hopefully catch all the shit in the, in the process. The objective shit, there were three tokens on the center line. So he just ran up with his vanguarders. He got first turn. He grabbed the tokens and ran away. There were 300 victory points each. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to have to find... kill them? Yeah. To get them back? Yeah, I, you had to hold them to get the points. So even if I killed them, though, I could at least prevent him from having the points. So yeah, he hit his dragon behind this big old building until my can and blew itself up for him on turn two. <laughs> then the dragon pretty much had free reign. The fucking cannon was taking pot shots at the flying character on the peg, mm-hmm. figuring, well, if I get that guy out of the way, some fucking easy points, but it just wasn't meant to be. Started bringing my shit around, bringing my shit around. The fucking bitch locks are just insanely powerful because you fucking soul blight and then you fucking hit him with a magic missile. Took out, I had two units on the right flank he just took everything out i had on the right flank Mm -hmm. with just the bitch locks that's gonna fucking hurt (laughs) and then uh i was just sweeping my shit around never really got a hold of them pretty fucking shit matchup because all my stuff's in these big blocks that really just need to get in there and fight at one point i did get a pretty far charge off and killed the cold one night so that was about the only points the gorger came on in your pocket gorger comes on surely he's got the jump on these guys yeah he runs up on the fast cav he's able to get a charge kills him picks up the token and then the damn peg character comes in and the peg character does d3 wounds with every wound so he (laughs) smites the fucking (laughs) he couldn't pick up the token because characters couldn't carry it but Uh 
he still killed the fucking gorger that way. So, but it's cool to have some way to just throw a monkey wrench in fuckers' plans. So that was all right. And then, yeah, just kept trying to swoop my shit across. Let's see what else I got here. Stupid bitch locks. I fucking hate those goddamn models. <laughs> early game. It's kind of my fault. Like, early game, I should have been b- better focusing my fireballs and, like, taking out those small units because... Sure, he was fucking stopping a lot of my shit either way, but I could have paid better attention yeah. and rolled six dice at big fireballs Shades, all day. Yeah. And, uh, and everything it's kind of my fault, but also shouldn't have set anything up near the bitch logs. <laughs> so with the Vanguard, yeah. they're like up your ass. And it's tough to, unless you have the really have the right tool to take out that unit. Yeah, which you, I, you need multiple tools right. to pin it down in place and then have one go in and be able to do the job. Yeah. It was fucking difficult, but... At that point, yeah. You he, just have to go for the little stuff. He beat me pretty well. Slug it off. Get as many points as you can. Yeah. I don't remember if he beat me 416 or 020, but he did beat me pretty handily. I got these two games mixed up, this one and the next one, in terms of how many points I got out of it. But he did beat me. He's a good player. Pretty serious about it, but like not a bad dude at all. Fun to play. Where was this guy from? He was a mid-Atlantic guy. They call him the brain, and I could see why when I played him. <laughs> just real, like, on the spot, knows exactly what's going on and shit like that. So, But, yeah, it was a fun game. He was comped at 10.5. See, the measly 140 points I pulled on comp didn't fucking save my day too much there. But it was cool. Nice to fucking... After that, I was super, super stoked for Dark Elves. It was all I could think about because the army played so much different than anything I've ever played. So then I got really fucking stoked to up... To play against? Or to, to, to play as Dark Elves. <laughs> so, I, like, all night I was thinking about it, thinking about it. Even, like, way later on, I'm just... We're in the hotel room chatting and I'm talking to fucking Gerald about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's fucking Dark Elves, man. That could be pretty fucking fun. No, you know, meanwhile, in the non-fucking Swedish game, he wouldn't take a dragon because he'd get blasted the fuck on turn one, but... And you can't hide him behind buildings, like that although that building was pretty big so you could but i think it'd be a poor play in a regular game but either way just that super flighty avoid everything army very very different than anything i played so i'm Mm -hmm. the next day i was over there looking for a dark elf book to buy (laughs) and i wanted to buy some dark elf models too just to practice some paint schemes Mm -hmm. i really like the idea of doing like a drow thing Maybe you do like black with just a hint, hint of brown in it and do it really well. The skin would look really awesome and come up with a cool fucking counter color. Yeah, that's uh, tough. Yeah, to you got to do it do well. well. You see people try it once. Like Domus did that, I think, but he never claimed to have finished that army. But it's I think it'd be tricky to pull off, but it'd be a lot of fun and very different than anything else I've ever played. So I'm deeply intrigued by Dark Elves right now, which is the last thing I need. But if Bretonians never end up happening just because the book rumors come true, well, maybe I'll fucking jump ship and go with the old uh, Dark Elves. But yeah, it was fucking pretty solid. After that, me and Hendrel walked over to this fucking Greek restaurant. It was like a pretty nice like sit-down Greek restaurant, but they were completely fucked. It was... The food was pretty solid because I love Greek food, mm-hmm. but the service was some of the worst fucking service <laughs> I've ever gotten ever in like 36 fucking years of eating at restaurants. So, mm-hmm. But it was fun. We just fucking hung out and chatted, talked just about Just the two of you Now we were at a table with a bunch of bros. Chin, I met that dude. He was sitting was across from us. Camaraderie between the various regions. It was really solid, man. Everybody was really cool. All the Texas dudes, I'm 
played a few Texas guys and talked to a bunch of them. They're really awesome dudes. Like, I didn't have a problem with anybody. Everybody I talked to was cool. So, mm-hmm. paint wise, like for the whole event, uh, the quality wasn't where like Wapaka would be at because I think we pulled Doesn't out like matter, yeah. thirteen armies that were really, really solid for Paca. You know, that were in contention. But I believe there was maybe seven armies that were on the for best painted. You know, because there was a couple tables set up for that, and there was a few of them that were really, really nice. But in general, you know, it wasn't the same quality you'd see at a big tournament out this way. But either way, it was nice to fucking play with pretty much all different people and see all different armies because that doesn't that fucking happen. The, yeah. yeah. One of the cooler aspects of playing completely new people, completely new armies. It was, yeah, that alone. That and just like meeting all the dudes was really awesome too. So we fucking... Yeah. As, um, so I was in Florida when this was going on. <laughs> And I have to say, Jerry did a pretty good job with, like, the media coverage yeah. and everything else. He had the round matchups. You could go on Google Docs, check them out. He, he did a pretty solid job throughout, about I halfway agree. through. You know, beforehand, I didn't really care whether I went or not. But by the, at the end of round three, <laughs> I started, was like, ah. Oh. Like, I wanted to be there for, like, the camaraderie. It's like, ah, oh, the guys are getting killed out there. They need me up there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need me there, man. I should have been there. Fucking Jerry at one point pointed out, like, this is pretty much a who's who in the Warhammer community. And uh, it's like, there's only a few dudes that are missing. One of them is the Raj. <laughs> yeah, that fucking bro. But, yeah, it was fucking a blast. We we ended up calling it. We went back to the hotel pretty early, like, maybe 10, 30 or something like that. And just chilled out. Like, Hengel hung out and us bros. And during game three... Fucking drunk Dan is challenging Jerry to more fucking shotgunning of beer. So they go in this room behind me, and Jerry's... I'm literally, like, rolling dice, interacting with my opponent. Jerry's like, come on, John, fuck shotgun of beers. <laughs> like, bro, I'm kind of right in the middle of a game here, dude. So that dude, man, him and drunk Dan, just in there killing beers. I think they did four of them in a row. <laughs> I went in there later. There's just uh, beer splattered cool. all over the chairs and everywhere and shit. Yeah. That's a different era of drinking. Yeah. yeah. The dude's got to be, like, in his low 30s <laughs> like, maybe he just doesn't get out much I don't know but either way he's a real cut up he fucking cracked me up just breaking everybody's balls all again <laughs> so let's uh, yeah that was pretty much how Saturday went let's take a break sure and then uh, we'll get back to it are you ready to be liberated on this Alright, so fucking gate day two. It was pretty awesome to have gotten some sleep despite how worked up I was. Really? What time did you go to bed? We laid down about midnight. The last hour was spent talking about dark elves mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we laid down about midnight and I was still a little stoked up. Meal I was sleeping on this like pull out bed and 
Neil had took the cushions off and put them on the floor and pretty much slept on a little doggy bed all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny, but nice. Next game I played against Brian Brown. He comped six point six. He's a Warriors of Chaos Army. Where's this cat from? Brian's a West Coast guy. Just looking at his list, I was pretty like Oh, uh, yeah, I got this in the bag. I was feeling pretty good about it when I fucking rocked up. He had a fucking Demon Princess Slanesh that was a level 4 on the Laura Slanesh. An Exalted Hero, a BSB with a fucking 4 plus ward save. 18 Chaos Warriors, 6 Chaos Trolls, 9 Chaos Ogres, 5 Chaos Warhounds, 5 Marauder Horsemen, a Chariot of Slanesh, and... A second Chariot of Slanesh. He had a level two sorcerer. I was on a war altar, Mm -hmm. and it was on Laura Shadow. And then he had a Gorbius Chariot with a Mark of Nurgle. So, like I said, I was feeling pretty fucking good going into this shit, because that's the kind of list I could pretty solidly beat up on. And then the only good thing that happened to me this game was that the Mornfang hit the ogres and just fucking ran them over. So I killed nine (laughs) Nurgle, Nurgle ogres. But other than that, he fucking pretty much went Operation Grill, pushed it all forward, turned... I was I had a fucking super sweet plan. He had the Slaneshi Demon Prince, so I was going to pop... It had a, like a Dragon Bane gem or something, but I was going to pop a couple shots off at him with the Maneaters to get rid of the Charm Shield. Mm-hmm. Then I was going to skunk his ass with the cannon. But so he fucking flew it forward, made my little Saber Tusk frenzied, so then the fucking little bastard charges him. <laughs> they're locked in combat, so I can't shoot at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking jukey move, but I like the strategy. So after that, he charged my cannon. I'm like, fuck it, I'll just flee. And then he hit like the six iron guts. He killed one, whatever. I don't think I did any wounds back. So I failed my leadership nine steadfast and boogied. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of his shit hit my big block of ogres. And I failed my leadership nine <laughs> steadfast check. And that was like my big block with all my characters. Lost all that shit to fucking failed steadfast checks. After that, I was like, well, I guess I better go on the fucking defensive here. The man eaters mm-hmm. kept trying to flank the trolls. I failed it one time. And then he kept making me fucking random move with the spells. After he cleaned up everything I had except the Mornfang and the man eaters, I kept fucking failing leadership nine steadfast checks. I couldn't <laughs> fucking make one to save my life. Or leader eight after the BSB and general were dead but i think i felt four of them that game and it, it pretty much cost me everything so at the end i as maybe turn four i had like man eaters that were moving randomly and Mornfang that were moving randomly he had a level four i had no wizards left so he's just kicking the shit out of me with magic my shit's like moving in random directions and i'm like all right mm-hmm. dude like i'm done i can't i can't do this anymore <laughs> so i just conceded and uh yeah, that was that. It was that fucking magic is pretty broke, dude. Because you pretty much take your opponent's whole game away. Like you don't get to move, you don't get to do anything. You're moving randomly. You're like, all right, that's a lot of fun. You know, all my and when he's got a level four, I don't know, but I was pretty impressed with how powerful it was and just how he pretty much controlled my army and I pretty much yeah. got. Hey, I guess if I would have been Are you passing about a slanash army now, no, <laughs> I I didn't think it was very fun because. Like, there's nothing I can do. I can't move my shit. I can't, like, 
oh, it's not even a game. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you're just going to play this game against yourself, <laughs> and I'll take my shit off. And But, you know, Brian was a real cool dude. Now, either he beat me 416 or 020. I don't know. I got it backwards this game between the next <laughs> game, one or the other. But either way, he beat me very fucking soundly. Yeah, he's a fun dude. He's real cool. I like the dude. He was, yeah, one of the funner dudes I played. My dice were fucking total shit. Can't come back from that. I also got caught out by leaving the cannon in a place early game where the Demon Prince could have charged it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But And when I fled, I was pretty much assured it was going to go off the table, but it did stay on, and it did rally only to get hit by the Demon Prince on the overrun after (laughs) Iron Guts failed the Leadership 9 steadfast check. So uh, just a ton of shit luck did not go my way, and uh, I got skunked pretty bad for it. But like I said, Slanesh Magic is not very fun to play against. If I would have had a level 4 and had some defense, like the first round I was able to shut it down, but after that when my wizards were all fucking dead, I could stop one of those random move spells, but he's got two. Yeah. It's not... It's not he fun. Get yeah. both of them. Yeah. So, but either way, he played his game like a hundred percent right. He did exactly what he Operation Grill. Because if he would have been afraid of the cannon and flapped his little bro around in the backfield trying to hide, yeah. he would have got fucking beat up pretty bad. So he played it right. Did what he needed to do. So yeah, he's definitely closer to the master than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, that was Brian Brown. They brought in pizza this day for lunch, and it was pretty fucking gross slop. I fucking drove three big slices into me anyways, <laughs> along with a couple beers, but not impressed by the fucking... F- compared to the taco truck the day before, the food today, bleh. Moving on. Final game. Moving on. I played against Mark Cox. He was a Texas bro. Texas. This dude was super cool, man. We chatted a bit, got the game going. He had Skaven. Rather impressive Skaven list, too. There's a lot of fucking rats, dude. He had a warlord on a litter that was his general. He had a warlord... With a fell blade uh. and a shield. Had <laughs> a chieftain, which is a BSB. Had a plague priest with a dispel scroll and a ruby ring. Two units of clan rats, 138, 136. Two units of giant rats, one was 29, one was 5. Three units of slaves, two of them were 45 strong, one was 40. I mean, dude was just setting up these buses. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Fortunately, ogres are pretty good at taking them out. Mm-hmm. He had 38 plague monks that he rocked in a horde formation with the Fellblade character and then a wizard in there. Hmm. 11 gutter runners. Yeah, two rat ogres with a pack master, a doom wheel, and an A-bomb. So, turn one. Turn one. Who had, who had first turn here? I think I did. Okay. Because... The cannon bef- off? Nah, check it yeah, out. That doom wheel or what? So I hit the doom wheel behind a hill, which saved its bacon. So on turn one, I fucking fireball the rat dart, like a 2d6 fireball, kill them all, panics the A-bomb, it runs off the table. <laughs> <laughs> The man-eaters had ran up to fucking shoot at it so that I could then cannon it without without it getting regen, but it turns out that wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, he was like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> and he just fucking moved his... Sh- I pussyfooted a little bit, you know, kind of scooted mm-hmm. up, but not too far. Did get the man-eaters up there, try and get a charge on the giant rats, the other big block of giant rats. And then, let's see, his turn, he... Like, brings up the gutter runners, brings up the fucking one of the units of slaves, pushes forward the fucking plague monks, pretty much just shoved it forward, but kept his, like, clan rats in the back, which had his general in it. And uh, turn one, the Fellblade guy takes a wound from the Fellblade. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, once I... Wouldn't you use your tourney reroll at this point? <laughs> <laughs> if you had one, it would have been pretty fucking handy for that, bro. And for me, a couple times during this goddamn tournament, but masters don't need tourney rerolls, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, he's fucking pushing it forward. 
turn two, it was like the cannon works like clockwork, takes off the fucking doom wheel. Nobody panics, though. All the shit in the center was leader 10 with a reroll at that point, mm-hmm. so nothing was going anywhere. I think I failed the charge on the giant rats with the man eaters. I think it was turn three. Well, turn two, dude with the fell blade took another wound from the fell blade. <laughs> so on turn three, he was in a position where I think turn three is when I finally started getting engaged, charge some fucking ogres into some slaves and just start the grind. Mm-hmm. He was in a position on turn three where he could have charged the fell blade out of the unit and hit the Mornfang. He needed to roll pretty high, like a nine or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, "Well, I asked him later was why." He on foot or was yeah. he on one of those? No, he's in. He's on foot in the unit of plague monks. And later on, I asked him like, "Why didn't you just do it?" Because I was pretty scared you were gonna. He's like, "Well, I needed to roll a nine, and if I failed, then I was right out there. You could have killed me with your impact hits. I would have never got the swing." And I'm like, "Eh, mm-hmm. that makes sense." So the man eaters go in on the fucking giant rats, and then over two or three turns, they end up getting all those fucking guys out of there. Mm-hmm. I think I only had two left at that point. They just turned and started coming towards the center of the table. Turn three. Dude with a fell blade takes his final wound from the fell blade <laughs> and dies. So that was pretty much fucking wide open. I was uh, chaffing up the plague monks just to try and keep him out of the way. So he reformed him into a bus and then pushed him forward and got my iron guts in the front and then held him up for a round. He didn't pop his banner the first round. He reformed into a big line and popped it like later on. I end up flanking his fucking big unit with the Mornfang. Ground through a bunch of slaves with ogres. I was like the first two two and a half turns I could not fail an armor save it was freaking, it's like alright need a six oh point hammered so I was fucking I was on fire and dude's dice just completely forsook him man and then killing the dude with the fell blade himself really helped me out a lot so I appreciate that shit so I didn't have any way to deal with that except that he was in that frenzy unit so I could just fucking put shit in his face and force him to overrun mm-hmm. and I don't think I even would have taken a flank charge on him though because he could have just made way and when you're doing, I don't know if it's D6 or D3, whatever the fuck wounds it is. I think it's D6. Yeah, he would have fucking, he could have skunked that whole unit of fucking Mornfang. Strength 10, D6 wounds. Can't fucking have that shit going down. So how many fucking parry saves can I make? <laughs> Late, later on in the game, I wasn't making many saves, but by then I really didn't need to. It was just no, ground through okay. units of slaves. You get locked in there. Yeah. It's the, a little battle for him if you yeah. still most of your units left. Yeah, he was in a fucking bad spot. I think if I was him, I would have probably I just started backing up to conserve points but there was no way he was getting away because I'm fucking reaching out to touch him the uh, unit of four iron guts got entangled with the gutter runners and then with with all the poison he was bringing me with I just kept making the armor saves on five so mm-hmm. when I fucking finally charged I think he ended up killing one of them but I ended up skunking him and then got the fucking frenzied rat ogre bastards and it was a it was pretty much the opposite of the game before because in this one I made the rolls I needed to make and everything went my way so mm-hmm. I ended up taking a 20 nil off mark <laughs> <laughs> he took it like a champ. I ended up giving him my best sports of the tournament vote. So he's a solid okay. dude. He's fun to play. And then, so I do have the results here. So, best painted. The, the award that really matters. <laughs> that one I took home. I should have to show you the giant fucking trophy I have upstairs from it. The trophies were really cool. So I fucking skunked the best painted award. Pretty solid. Okay, good job. See, I think Peyton took uh, third. And then the orc bro that I played against, Ryan, he took second. I might have okay. flip-flopped those. But Ruins took the best sports 
which I don't know if we can claim that because Peyton did have more votes for best sports. I think in a in an event like this well, where not get it then because uh, he took a pain award. I think that's uh, why they did it. But I think in an event like this where these there is no real overall overall is dictated by battle points. So it's three distinct categories for sports, paint, and uh, battle. I think. Mm-hmm. You should just give dudes multiple awards if they win yeah, multiple awards. I agree. So um, I would have preferred to see it that way. But so Ruins end up taking best sports, and I don't feel like we can claim it though. Peyton's he's one of the north northeasterner guys, and uh, he probably deserved that. So what else do we not to take anything away from Ruins? <laughs> just one fucking swell bastard. <laughs> and then uh, best overall, bro. Justin Berge. Yeah. Fucking bringing it back to the Midwest. Midwest. So he's from like the Ohio-ish yeah. area. Which... Like the Buckeye Battles. In my, in cool. my world, Ohio's hardly Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking borderline mid-Atlantic to me. But, uh, but yeah, Justin's a cool dude, and it's good to see the trophy come home it's awesome, with man. our bros. He's up there. Yeah. Yeah, in the first couple tables. Well, he's rocking high elves at comp 11.4. So, but yeah, and then second was Matt Cassidy. He's a dude that runs bragging rights. And then Josh Hankin was third. Northeast fucking skunked the team award. <laughs> they were like leaps and I bounds see that, yeah. ahead of everybody else. So... Well, at least the fucking Midwest were able to take the trophy home yeah. and be called and crowned the master. <laughs> Not that I had anything to do with that shit. <laughs> that, was, that was fucking... You can't... Everybody kept pointing it out, but you can't really, like, lose a game and surf the middle tables because it's fucking the masters and everybody's, like, pretty on top of their shit. And, like, mm-hmm. These dudes have all played Warhammer a lot to be here, so... On a related note, like, Justin took first. Fetter took dead last. <laughs> <laughs> Justin had 78 battle points. Fetter had 15. Uh. And Fetter was eight points away from the 49th place guy, so he got fucking beat up on pretty bad. He was rocking Warriors. He was comp 12.7, which is a pretty solid comp, but mm-hmm. yeah, poor Fetter wasn't feeling that shit. Says Warriors. I thought he had fucking ogres, but what do I know? I'm um, not sure. He's got like an interchangeable. Ah, is that what it is? Double lobby. I came in 23rd with 55 points total. Yeah, hey, that's in the top half of the field, <laughs> my man. That's about where I figured I'd be, right about the middle, which is cool. Me and Dom Michaels tied for 23rd, so we both ended on 55 points. Uh, the other bros, like Ruins, was 29th. Casper Kastner was 30. Gerald was 31. We're fucking... The hope of the people. Midwest took second overall, though, in, in terms of teams. So I'm the fucking broad shoulders of Justin Burgies. <laughs> so Pulling us up by the bootstraps. Someone had to fucking do it. My fucking cool. Forrest Gump style of Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. I can fucking blame it on dice and bad matchups, but mm. <laughs> I think there's an element of poor strategy in there somewhere. <laughs> so, but either way, dude, the event was just fun, dude. Fucking kudos to Jerry and company for running a fucking well-done event. And pretty much all I seen Jerry doing was running around fucking pounding beers all weekend. <laughs> His buddy. Yeah, once dude. the tournament is actually in motion, any <laughs> good organizer will tell you, your work's done. Yeah, he... uh he wasn't the dude entering scores and shit, so... And then, a couple fucking shout-outs. Shout-out to Chuck from Texas. He was my smoking buddy. We were smoking bros, so it's nice to have a dude to smoke cigarettes mm. with. I smoking cigs out there in the 60-degree. 65 and sunny, buddy. It's pretty fucking awesome. And then Lindley, cheers to that dude. He drove up and hung out yeah. Sunday, and he went out to dinner. How long has it been Sunday. since you heard that sultry voice? Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. So it was cool to see him again. Uh, he hooked me up with... 
two witch elf models to practice some fucking color schemes yeah, on. Yeah, so cool. appreciate that shit. Um, also, he put me up with a place to crash for the night. Did you sleep late. in his camper? No, nah, I slept on the couch. Uh. <laughs> It was it was pretty chilly at night. You know, okay. it was like probably forty degrees, maybe less. Yeah, he's so. out there. He is fucking. Uh, roads have the family. Every name. every road yeah. has Lindley on it somewhere. And oh, it's at dinner. Dan Lindley, no relation to Eric Lindley, but they call him Drunk Dan. There's, a, I guess, there's a Drunk Dan in every gaming <laughs> state. But Drunk Dan fucking nods off four times during dinner, face down on the table. It's a real Rogerian <laughs> move of him. Oh, it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> Mark's in a cross room giving him shit, and I sit next to Hane, chat with him, and um. Hengel came out. The dinner was a lot of fun. Service was a little bit slow, but we did slam them with fucking 20 bros or something. So, But the food was pretty good. Caraba. I think it was called Carabas. Some like chain Italian joint that I'd never seen or been to. So that was cool. And then... Mm-hmm. Had a fucking couple calls from the apartment that night. Some fucking parking <laughs> issues again. <laughs> fucking bullshit never ends around there. But uh, I was able to get get them sorted out by telling them just to call the fucking tow truck and have the car pulled out of there. Nice. Everybody knows the rules, bitch. Can't play dumb at this point. So mm, let's see. What all do I have here? Yeah, it was just fucking super awesome to be a part of it. Like everybody coming together from all over and like... Everybody kind of knows me, so I had a lot of dudes come up and say hi. I was gonna, we we're gonna try and arrange last game. Uh, Josh, I think it's Josh Stewart. There's a couple Joshes that were both playing Dark Elves and both from the same region, but pretty sure it's Josh Stewart. We we're gonna try and set up a game, but some of the bros were complaining that that would fuck up all the standings uh, versus playing who you're drawn against. So mm-hmm. Josh and I didn't end up playing, but it's cool to fucking cool to meet everybody. Cheers to everybody that came up. A lot of people came up and like, dude fucking awesome army so you know i chatted a lot about that and some dudes actually asked some pretty detailed painting questions and converting shit and all that so i always enjoy those kind of conversations that was really cool and what else yeah hung out with hangle a bit did dinner at the greek place that dude's pretty cool i like that guy yeah good fucking times though we had this pretty awesome suite in the hotel there's like two rooms and a bathroom and it ended up on, we didn't have a hot tub five man hot tub <laughs> well piled in naked big fucking gay orgy Drunk Friday, and I was for some reason pissing with the door wide open, and anything that was within my reach, I was just grabbing it and throwing it out the bathroom door while I was pissing. And <laughs> <laughs> it was really entertaining, but I couldn't figure out later why I was doing that, other than I was just being a fucking drunk idiot. But only forty six bucks a night per person for the suite, so that was turns out if you pile enough dudes in there, it'll be cheap. Mm-hmm. And when I was out there like smoking cigs, I was checking the Twitter and the Instagram, looking at pics from back home of like four feet of snow and just misery and I'm sitting there like what the fuck is wrong with us <laughs> uh, just try going down there in uh, July uh, Let's see is it that were you, is that when you were down there no but old Al Vetter mm. that's what he complains about incessantly just the heat can't take the heat the Texas guys like Chuck were telling me about like just how evil the Texas summers are when it's like 110 and mm-hmm. everything's just broiling I'm like mm-hmm. yeah it does not sound enjoyable I guess I would take 30 degrees over 100 degrees every day of the fucking week but still dude after like the 8th visitation from the polar fucking vortex I just got the heat bill from the apartment for the month and it was $910 <laughs> which is almost twice as high as any bill the old owners had ever so I'm like, what the because f- they just jacked up all the rates on energy around here and uh uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck, man? So that's unfortunate, but... Uh, yeah. Dipping into the bottom line there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but still clearing a fair amount of money. I just got my fucking tax refund. First time I've ever gotten a tax refund. This is my fucking 
three grand. Uh, it's thanks pretty to solid. the wizardry of old, old man Hastings. <laughs> thanks to the fucking <laughs> magic of a cash budget. <laughs> thanks to renters who pay cash. If any of you fuckers rent out there, I strongly encourage you to pay your fucking rent in cash <laughs> and on time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome, dude. What a good time. Nice cool. to get away. Do you know if any of those bros are going to be out at Quake City Rumble from, like, the Texas? Yeah. I think a lot of the Texas dudes go out. I'm pretty sure Mark mentioned it. Um, I don't know about Chuck if he did or not, but sounds like there's a big Texas contingent that goes out to that. Excellent. I don't know if Hayne goes out or not, but, yeah. It was cool to meet all these dudes that you just fucking hear about, see, like, the Twitter feeds and shit like that. And mm-hmm just nerd out for a weekend <laughs> and when you're like out of town like that you got nowhere to go and nothing to do so i'm just along for the ride whatever you bros want to do pretty solid mm-hmm. make sure i covered all my fucking notes here man <laughs> i was crashing i crashed on lindley's couch and i generally put in earplugs when i go to bed and then before he left he's like well we sat there watching the season finale of downtown abbey him and Denise and I <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll probably just crash here if that's cool. He's like, yeah, I can sleep on the couch. So he's like, don't be fucking surprised if you wake up and there's a little kid just staring at you. <laughs> so then I had a hard time going to sleep because I kept opening my eyes expecting there to be just a little kid staring at me. <laughs> Never happened though. And then in the morning, I got fucking crashed. And then, like, all of a sudden, someone grabs my leg, and I jump up. And he's like, oh, sorry, dude, you had earplugs in. He's like, I was standing here whispering your name for a while. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, dude. I'm an earplug, dude. Yeah. Johnny. It's like, Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> so, and then he fucking got me back to the airport on time. and. Awesome buggered out but all in all this is a solid trip dude i got back just in time to have to go to the apartment and deal with a bunch of bullshit yeah it's but, right there you yeah. just flew right in since it's like four blocks from the airport that worked out pretty well and um got home with zero warhammer motivation oh i'm sorry yeah that's fair i gotta get a project going that i'm really into the orctonians i like the painting i'm just not really feeling all the fucking conversion work i have to do yeah i think it can be a killer that's one of the reasons i'm thinking dark elves would be awesome because i could make it a minimal conversion super fucking awesome paint army and uh probably would still take less time per model because i'm not spending two or three hours converting everyone so Mm -hmm. yeah i did have in my dragon lance readings I had this fucking pretty sweet idea for a Warriors of Chaos army. Do like a draconian army. Okay. So you take like lizard man heads and you pop them on Warriors of Chaos bodies. <laughs> Maybe you give them a tail. Maybe you give them like lizard feet or something. But I think that would be a pretty cool theme if you could pull like it off. The, old, the original plastic lizard man heads. Uh, like like the those guys ones, yeah. <laughs> come out of, coming out of the old Chaos Warrior bodies. Like the really weird posed fucking bros yeah like their yeah. heads coming out of their neck hole that's one of the things i've never seen is a draconian or like a lizard man typed chaos army so i was all stoked but then you'd in the books every fucking draconian has little stubby wings and i don't really feel like converting stubby wings on i'd definitely go draconian heavy in my chaos warrior army <laughs> i don't feel like making 50 fucking or I guess that'd be a hundred fucking wings for all these little chaos warriors, but anyway, let's take a break, then we can wrap this bitch up. Pull the trigger, this will be the last time. Hey, 
right. We're fucking back. Raj is heavily involved in coming up with Raj Podge lists here. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's not aware of what Raj Podge is this year, you can't use any current books. You got to use older books. Mm-hmm. Turtles in Time, Raj Podge 4. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be interesting, except that. that I'm pretty limited with models. Maybe I'll go back to that really shitty 6th edition Dark Elf book. <laughs> you can. Get my ass well, for Podge, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be painted. Eh, that's true. But I'm too lazy to barely has to be assembled. If I can borrow something, that would probably work. But this would be the kind of event for it. Yeah, not sure what I I might take the just the last demon book. Finally, use those bloodletter hordes. (laughs) Yeah, they were awesome. I've always wanted. (laughs) Is this your attempt to get me not to play the same ogre list for like the third (laughs) year in a row? (laughs) But the last. Warrior book, I think you'll see, was a decent book. Mm-hmm. The last VC book was good. The last Dark Elf book was good. So I think you'll see those and then just weird stuff going. Because you can rock Storm of Chaos stuff. If you can find the <laughs> old Storm of Chaos book, you can have that, that Slayer book Army. Do enough Slayers. A thousand points of Slayers. I Remember the Doom Seekers? Yeah. Those dudes are well, a cool idea. With but... the step up, they would not be so good anymore. Because basically it was like always strikes first that automatically hit everybody by touching them. Yeah. And anybody touching that guy on a four plus, <laughs> it was like a strength five hit. So nobody would get the fucking swing back. Yeah, you'd, at most you get like one guy if you're lucky. Mm. Might make it pretty balanced. That was a pretty nasty little yeah. thing back in the day. Didn't they all have ward saves? Or uh, yeah. you know, there would always be the BSB. They did. I don't know if it was a six up or a five up, but they did have ward saves because remember old Chuck was the bro that would play them. <laughs> they have the old goblin hewer. Mm-hmm. That thing was fucking boss. That I still that, got. That thing painted. <laughs> but you could do that sea guard army. <laughs> Where you get the strike before the game even starts. Yeah, before the game, everybody gets a free shot. <laughs> everything. Actually, the Sylvanian army. Mm. That was fun. I fucking hated that. Thing was so that thing was so nasty. You, you remember powerful. playing against me all the yeah. time? <laughs> I remember that fucking... Just beating the shit out of my dwarves, like, Stumped wide open. The grave markers. Oh. <laughs> my little dude stumbling across. All right. Cast a unit over there. Cast a unit Bounce over spell there. four. Yeah. Goes off. My God fucking damn it. Well, I would use the 8th edition magic rules. Mm. So bound four, three bound spell fours wouldn't be bad. It'd actually be kind of shitty. Well, nobody's got a level four, though, so... Well, that is true. You can get a lot more spam, then. I think I have, like, a 3rd edition dwarf book somewhere, and Uh, they might have two wounds each in that book. I'll have to dig that up. No, you can't go back past 4th. Before 4th, they're incompatible with the stats and stuff like that. That's unfortunate. But if you go back old enough, the Beastmen have two wounds each. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like orcs with two wounds. And that must have just been in a general chaos book, though, because 6th edition... The four Ungors. Yeah, 6th edition was the first proper Beastman book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to do some digging. I don't know. I haven't even had a moment to think about the fucking Raj Podge yet, so mm-hmm. it'll be fun though. Just bring well, it yeah, back. We'll get a little more into it. I'm probably gonna. Everybody who attended Wapaka has a packet, but around the start of May, I'll just be posting it on forums, so the rules will be out there. Yeah, Could probably do a Podge episode where we delve into some older armies, see what kind of gold we can find. <laughs> I'll have to fucking start hitting eBay to get some old books here. Mm-hmm. 
All of a sudden, there's a run on Old War. <laughs> Nobody knows. I've been just amassing these for years. <laughs> this is my plan to unload them all. <laughs> <laughs> fucking top dollar. Let's go clean out like Chimera and all the old hobby stores uh, around. You fucker. Yeah. There's quite a few. There's like probably five or six old high elf books. That's one thing they never ran out of. They just kept remaking them over and over. The last dark elf book. Before this one was pretty fucking sound because you could like Hydra up and everything was pretty awesome. Yeah, but then the one before that was total garbage. That was the garbage one. Yeah, the low point of the Dark Elves. <laughs> when you were really happy, that was at the same time ogres really sucked. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it first that's came right. out. Yeah, <laughs> the Dark Elf ogre off. Yeah, oh, that's a real fucking slap fest. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you can see some nasty Skaven stuff. Yeah. Right the rattling gun didn't have to roll the hit. Oh, yeah. Maybe I can go you back. Just roll the D6. Previous edition dwarves. Again and again. Where the organ guns were solid. Well, it used know. to be five cannons. Yeah. You just keep going Someone until it misfires. That. That's what. <laughs> 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 like an organ gun and the fluff is five cannons. In the game. It's five cannons. <laughs> <laughs> I have an old dwarf book. I don't know which edition it is. I'll have to pull it out and look. Maybe that would be key. Just, I don't expect to win with some bullshit like that, but it would be fun to fucking play it. We were playing in Mike Ballard's apartment, and his organ gun just firing shot after shot into my Lord of Change. <laughs> that organ gun. <laughs> Sounds pretty amazing. Five cannons. Blue's <laughs> begging to blow up. I think the new book, you can ruin up the organ guns and the flame cannons now. Uh, Might be able to ruin up the gyros too. Maybe I'm intrigued. I don't think so, but yeah, someone said something about that. Special slot. Yeah, some, finally some good diversions. Yeah, yeah, eighty points kind of a lot, but if it's it looks like probably toughness five if they kept that. I didn't I didn't check out its stats. It's a diversion, yeah, that isn't going to be like shot up by bowmen or three wounds or anything. Tough five, yeah, that'd be pretty solid. Which does mean I'd have to work on another gyro, but <laughs> well, you might as well just do three at once. I already got one done, bro. Fucking old school. I'll probably have to go back and re-highlight the goddamn thing. But yeah, I might. <laughs> by might, I mean definitely will, because you could see all the layer lines. There's fucking hardly any blending on it. But anyways. 2003 was a different time for the paint standard. <laughs> it's true. Plus, our skills have grown since then. Mm-hmm. Got to keep raising the fucking bar. If I do a Dark Elf army that's focused on painting, look the fuck out, buddy. Yeah, I'd like to see you do some Cold One Nights. I'd like to do a dragon, but they're such shit. Yeah, I don't like the dark elf one. Like you give them the a high tr- elf one's okay. I like the the new one's pretty awesome, where it you know it stands up mostly vertical. Mm-hmm. I like that model a lot, but I just think in game you're gonna get fucking blasted off every goddamn time. Yeah, unless you can find a way to protect them. You just make the rest of your army so good that it doesn't matter, dude. You can sacrifice like six hundred points, your general mm-hmm. and everything. It's only like four or five hundred. Yeah, but a hundred points for the general, dude. <laughs> You're fucked every time. Easy points. I think it, like if a cannon hits it, it hits the dragon and the rider. Is that true? I believe it is true. That's fucking so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of mean. These dick noses with the double fucking skull cannons and the double iron blasters. I get, speaking of which, I should start working on my second iron blaster again. <laughs> <laughs> Only for 3K would I bring something like that, though. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you want to fucking wrap her up? We could talk yep. about contact. So... You can fucking email us, pointhammered at gmail.com. You can Facebook us if you're a fucking dickhead. Voicemail, 
601-try-HPBV. That's 601-879-4728. I was talking to Chuck, and he's like, dude, I got really drunk one Sunday, and I called your guy's voicemail, <laughs> and I left this fucking message about how wasted I was and what was going on. And then a little while later, I got a f- some woman he works with, he got a call from her. He's like, what is this message you left me? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I tried, bro, but turns out I was too drunk to work the fucking phone. <laughs> but anybody that wants to call, get yourself a little fucking airtime, as long as it ain't an advertisement for anything other than a flashlight. <laughs> Gear? Got a handful of dice left. I'm also a lot of reds, almost out of blacks. Got a bunch of white ones left, though. Mm-hmm. Shirts, I got a triple X and a medium still. <laughs> if one of those nice. is your size, you'd be your last chance to scoop up the fucking motorcycle club logo looking point hammered shirt. Forum, pointhammer.com slash forum. It's been a bit of activity on there lately. Oh, really? There was one, one thread about uh, music, which I was fucking going through last time I worked out and just listening to all the songs everybody posted. Some of them were all right. Mm, cool. Raph got on there and posted a handful and a couple other bros. I was talking to Davey at Wapaka. Pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool dude, and uh, he's pretty gung-ho for me to do that music podcast I was talking about. Oh, and badass. I've been fucking seriously thinking on that more, so uh, after I get back from vacation, the fucking key is, though, I gotta go upstairs and fucking catalog every fucking CD I have, like, band, artist, make sure I have them all ripped on my computer, and I got this Java program I wrote that'll pick apart the files and spit out all the song listings into a text file, so then I can take that to work and just make playlists for <laughs> podcasts. Uh-huh. So then it would be pretty easy, but it's probably like four or five hours of dicking around just writing in the names of all my CDs into a fucking spreadsheet, so that's unfortunate. Well, sounds like you got yourself a little project. Yeah, yet another fucking project, because the shit never ends. And Other than that, the blog, www.youmagnificentbastards.com. Pretty soon, hopefully before vacay, I'll have the orc pig peg rider. Peg? Pegasus? Flapping around. Pegger? Yeah. That bro pretty stoked to get them done it'd be nice to finish something because it's been a while mm-hmm. and like i said my only motivation is really listening to dune and when my old lady's around i can't do that so i don't really do it <laughs> unless she wants to watch house of cards soon that works too but that's that man that's all we got masters of the blast should have went bro well, maybe next time you gotta get that invite <laughs> gotta get that invite. i would definitely return so not that I'd fucking get another invite unless bro start bailing. If I force Gump my way into another fucking GP win somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. With the Ochres, it's a little easier than it was Anything with the Beast possible. So that's it, man. Let's fucking let's wrap her up. Suck my Suck balls. My balls.